Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God's with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, here we are in this series for a couple more days called Living in Victory. Now, I want to talk about something today that's actually going to take me a couple of days to talk about. And this will really deeply affect us in our prayer, but I can't get it all done in one daily devotional. It will be too long. So I might have to go over to a couple. And so at the end of this, there may be that little bit of a sense that it's hanging but and not complete. But if you stick with me, uh, we'll get to a far richer place. Do you ever feel in your life that you're doing your best and life just seems to throw up problem after problem after problem? Do you ever feel like you're trying to be a good person and yet there just seems to be problems in your life? Uh, whether they're caused by you or health issues or other people causing it to you. And what do you do? And you feel so low. You feel so low. Well, I want to talk about someone who felt very low. And then I'm going to talk about how how they dealt with it, but uh, who felt very low. In the scriptures, it's very clear that there's no promise in the scriptures that when we have uh, faced trouble and difficulty, that just because we are Christian, just because we've given our life to God, that they will be removed. No, the promise is that I will be with you. Well, if we go right back into the Old Testament, we know Moses, one of my heroes, that I love to talk about Moses. Moses was this man who left the people of Israel, led the people of Israel out of Egypt after 430 years of captivity when they called to him. But yet they called they call to God and God says, Moses, I'm going to send you. And yet you would think they would be grateful, but they're not. They complain and they complain and they complain. Have you ever tried to do something that is the best for someone and you're really putting their needs first and they're ungrateful? They're ungrateful. There'd be a good fair number of parents who at times have felt that way. Well, Moses gets the people out of Israel, out of Egypt, where they have been treated so badly and, and you would think they would be grateful, but all they do is as he's leading them, they complain. And Moses gets to a point where he's just had enough. We're going to read from Numbered, the book of Numbers in the Old Testament, chapter 11, verse 4. The rabble among them had a strong craving. They were hungry. And the Israelites also wept again and said, If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we used to eat in Egypt for nothing. The cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions and the garlic. And now our strength is dried up, but there is nothing at all but this manna to look at. Now remember, they had complained about being hungry. So God sent down this manna by day when they went out and they were able to eat this bread type substance that they were able to eat. And so God was miraculously providing for them every morning but they were still ungrateful verse 7 now the manna was like coriander seed and its color like the color of gum resin the people went around and gathered gathered it ground it into mills or beat it into mortars then boiled it in pots and made cakes of it and the taste of it was like the taste of cakes baked with oil and when the dew fell on the camp in the night the manna would also fall fall with it. It was miraculous what was happening. And you'd think they'd be grateful. Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, all at the entrances of their tents. 
Then the Lord became very angry and Moses was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, why have you treated your servant so badly? Why have I not found favor in your sight? So he's got these whinging people. And Moses has gone to all this trouble to do something he initially didn't want to do. And he turns to God and he says to God, why, have I, why haven't I found favor with you? Why aren't you helping me? Uh, uh, that you lay the burden of all this people on me. Did I conceive all this people? Um, did I give birth to them that you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a nurse carries a sucking child to the land that you promised on oath to the, to the ancestors? Where am I to get meat for, for, all, for all these people? Um, and what, what he's saying is this is, listen, listen, I'm not these people's parent. You asked me to get them out of Egypt. I've done my bit. And now you put the burden of all of them upon me, upon me. He's, he's chucking what, where I'm from, would be called a very big sad. And then, and then he goes on, uh, where am I to get meat to, uh, to give to all this people? For they come weeping to me and saying, give us meat to eat. I'm not able to carry all this people alone. For they are too heavy for me. I'm not able to carry all these people alone for they're too heavy for me. He's saying the burden of all of this is too much for me. You ever felt frustrated at the end of your tether and you just want to, well, some of us want to tear our hair out. Some of us have already done it. And then, and then he gets to verse 15. He says this, Moses says to God, if this is the way you're going to treat me, put me to death at once. If I have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my misery. Um, if this is the way you are going to treat me, put me to death at once. If I have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my misery. Other translations, and let me just go to, so, to my notes. Other translations says, says it this way. They, the New Living Translation, which is a translation of a translation, says, if this is how you intend to treat me, just go ahead and kill me. Do not do me a favor and spare me this misery. Another translation said, if this is how you intend to treat me, do me a favor and kill me. I've seen enough. I've had enough. Let me go out of here. And, and one other translation says, if you're going to treat me like this, take pity on me and kill me so that I won't have to endure your cruelty any longer. It's all pretty dramatic, really. What Moses is saying is, I have led these people out of Egypt. I have done everything that I could do. And these people are ungrateful. And this is just hard. And in the end, he, he's so despairing. He just says to God, God, do away with me. Kill me where you are. Now, uh, many of us don't get to that point where we say, hey, listen, take me out. But we're not the only ones who go through hard times. What the, we're not the only ones who go with struggle. We're not the only ones who try our hardest and things just so don't simply work out. And Moses might have stopped right here and said, well, God, where are you? God, where are you now? There are many of us feel that way, don't we? Sometimes, and, and I must admit in recent times, I've been going through at times a bit of a tough time with things. And I've stopped and I've gone, God, where are you? Where are you? I'm, I'm trying hard, but where are you? We all have that place. And it's in that moment that we need to trust God. And God makes some promises to Moses. And tomorrow we're going to look at some of those promises that God makes. 
And it really is a different way. It's a spiritual way of seeing. Now, remember what this, when we read the New Testament, the New Testament says, you know, if you want to lead, be last. If you want to be great, serve everybody. Jesus, as we, I often use the phrase, he turns things upside down and back to front. And that's what we see here. Is that, yeah, the problems don't diminish, but God is with us in them. And God helps us in them. And so poor Moses, who's despairing to the point of, I don't even want to live anymore, has an encounter with God that is so powerful and so humbling that you and I uh, can have that as well because it changes him. And it can be just the same for you, no matter what you're going through. So I'm just going to let it stay there. I know it feels as if it's hanging, but tomorrow we'll pick it up. And I pray it will really deeply help you in your prayer. Loving Father, we thank you today because you are so, so, so good. And Lord, many of us, we do go through terribly hard times. Allow us to encounter you. Allow us to hear you. Allow us not to despair. Allow us not to give up. Allow us to not lose hope that all goes well, that there is a bigger plan here. Be with us today through all that we are going through because you are. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.